0: Everyone, welcome back to Two Feral Idiots. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Carly. And this is a Carly episode, so let's see what crazy crap she's found this time. My mother has yelled at me a couple of times for my swearing on this. And when I say a couple times, I'm pretty sure like every single time an episode has dropped, she's yelled at me. <laughs> but but she's met you, right? <laughs> I mean, she gave whole ass birth to me, so...
1: Like, it's very accurate. I feel like you're not being different than you normally
0: are. Yeah. She yells at me for cussing not while we're recording, too.
1: Oh, well, okay. That makes sense.
0: Well, You would have no idea I'm almost 30, by the way. She talks to me. (laughs) I mean, we are called
1: two feral idiots, so I feel like the name explains what you're going to get.
0: Right. Right. I'm like, Mom, I'm an unhinged human being. And yeah. my language tracks with me being unhinged, but right, you know, I'll try and be respectful, it'll probably fail like not even a quarter of the way through. But probably, I've acknowledged, Mother, I've acknowledged <laughs> that I need to watch my voice or watch my words. It probably won't happen, but I've acknowledged, so here we are. Okay, well, <laughs> oh god. Um, speaking
1: of unhinged, uh, a couple episodes ago we did an um one
0: on unhinged wives so i have to say i was real nervous i told you this i was real nervous about how long that first story was and i was real nervous people were going to get annoyed by it Mm -hmm. the amount of people who absolutely was one like completely shocked by the story first and foremost but loved the story at the same time i was so surprised because it was so long
1: it was long, but it wasn't, it wasn't a boring long story. Like every sentence, every sentence, there was something going on. Right. It was a that's very true. keep you on the edge of your seat. What, what is she going to say next story? Right. So that's true. That's very true. That makes sense. If it was like a lot of filler and stuff. Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah. You know.
1: That's very true. Yeah. But um, for this week, I wanted to follow that up and do an episode on unhinged husbands Ooh, so I went to Reddit and I found three stories. Um I will say it was very hard to choose because there are so many out there. Yeah, men, get it together, so many. So these first two are kind of like medium length we'll we'll see how long they are. and then I have another short one if we get to it. Okay, um, But the first one is. My sister's husband is unhinged, and I don't know what to do about it. And this is from the Confessions subreddit from three months ago. So it's pretty recent. Yeah. Buckle yourselves in. This is a crazy one. I'm posting on an anonymous account just in case. Where to begin? I guess I'll just start from the very, very beginning. The year is 1998, and my sister, M and I went to a church conference during winter break. It was super popular, full of 90s kids with braces and teenage love was in the air. M met her soulmate at camp. Let's call him Jay. They fell madly in love at the age of 14 and dated on and off for the next few years before they officially went their separate ways. A few years later, my sister got married in her early 20s very quickly. She had two kids and seemed to love her life. The only problem was that her and her husband, Kay, lived states away from our family. She convinced Kay to move to our home state, taking him away from all of his family and friends. Things were going great until she got bored. See, Kay was surprisingly thriving at work and in their social life where M wasn't, which made her resentful. At this time, I was living a few hours away, still in the same state, and she decided to start visiting me. A lot. I was in my early 20s party stage, and she was in her bored housewife cheating stage. Okay, I didn't know that was a stage. <laughs> I didn't Yikes. either. She would stay with me, but find any and every, everyone she could to cheat on Kay. I am 100% guilty in this, but I enjoyed spending time with my sister, and she ignored everything I said to her. This came to a head when Kay was getting increasingly worried. I told M that she could no longer visit me until she came clean to Kay. Well, she never did, and I had to break the news to Kay. It was so difficult and heartbreaking. Yeah. Kay and I always had a good relationship, and I put my nieces before anything else, so in the end, it was worth it to come clean. Now, after the confession and trying to work on their marriage, my sister told me that she was actually in contact with Jay, the random guy from camp. She divorced Kay and immediately started a relationship with Jay, the love of her life. The thing to know about Jay is that he's from a privileged upbringing, which means he's never had to hold a steady job. All of his money comes from his parents.
0: Uh-oh. This is going to end poorly. hmm
1: Things began to get serious, and my sister asked Jay to move in with her, as in buying a house together. Her rule was that Jay has to have a job. They surprisingly were approved for the loan, and Jay got a fantastic job through an old friend. Things were going great. We finally got together on vacation with both families and were very charmed by Jay. He was throwing cash around as if money was no object. This goes on for about a year and a half. That's when I got the call from my sister. In their agreement to buy the house, he would be in charge of paying the mortgage, her, everything else. One month, the mortgage was past due and he just couldn't pay. After some pushing, my sister found out that the job never existed. He maxed all of his credit cards out pretending he was getting paid. During the confession, he took a gun to his head and my sister, with the kids, hid in the closet and called 911. Jay was admitted to a 24-hour observation in the ER. M began investigating even further. Turns out that Jay not only didn't have a job, but learned to use software programs to fake pay stubs and business cards. He would pretend to go to work for seven hours a day, driving around and hanging out in stores. Uh, uh, Wow. He would take work calls constantly by dialing a callback number and labeling it as work in his phone, having full conversations with no one. This was going on for (laughs) over a year. (laughs) Jesus
0: Christ. (laughs) It keeps getting worse. (laughs) Paying
1: mortgage with credit cards, promising he'd take care of her and the kids, running up his credit, and failing to pay a mortgage while ruining her credit. Four months later, she took him back after he got a steady job. They bought another, more expensive house, got married, and had a baby. I honestly don't know if his job is real or where money is coming from other than her department store job. She refuses to speak about the past but then she'll complain that he barely touches the baby. She can't trust him to get up at night to take care of the baby, so she does it all. When friends and family visit, he tells the same story over and over again, proving how much he loves the baby. They argue endlessly and wholeheartedly resent each other. They get wasted and argue, no matter who is in the house, including the kids. I tried to talk to her and she won't hear it. She constantly tried to goad me into talking trash about my husband, and then gets mad when I describe a healthy, functional relationship. With his past use of using a gun to threaten himself and his inability to be trusted, I'm very worried about my sister and her kid's life. I feel like their whole thing comes from a really bizarre Lifetime movie. I worry every day that I'll get a call about her murder. So that's the gist of it. I'm terrified and waiting on the news that he finally did it.
0: He he's literally a walking red flag, mm-hmm. like the epitome of. If a person could be a red flag, it would look like Jay. Yep. And she, she needs therapy. He needs therapy. They also need a divorce. Yeah. How do you go on for a year pretending that you have a job? He. That's impressive. But that's commitment. At least he is committed. Yeah, but. You can't if... say he doesn't have commitment issues because clearly he doesn't. The, my thing is, though, if you're putting in all of that work to fake these pay stubs, to fake this, to fake that,
1: why not just go get a job?
0: Right. You're putting in all this work anyways. You might as well just go fucking do the job. Right. Right. Why pretend? You right. had to know you were going to get caught eventually. I had to of wow that's crazy those poor kids first and foremost yeah yeah for sure they don't
1: deserve to be in an environment like that
0: right can we talk about how again how apparently there's like a board of your life cheating era because I hope I never hit that era I've never heard of that I feel like that's actually called a midlife crisis Mm mm-hmm And also, you divorced, you cheated on and divorced your very stable husband. I mean, if the love's not there, the love's not there. If you're not happy, you're not happy, which is fine. First of all, we've said this before, I'll say it again until I'm blue in the face, do not cheat, just leave. Do not cheat, first and foremost. But you divorced your husband and then started dating the quote love of your life a guy you met when you were 14 at christian camp mm-hmm. or church camp you don't know who that person is anymore no because it's probably
1: been like six seven years since you've seen them probably not longer, longer yeah probably
0: longer because if she has already had two children that's true and they were in middle school, I mean, I just hit my 10 years graduating. So, I mean, if she's, she's probably, so it's been way longer than six, seven years. Yeah. Because if she, if she already has two kids and married and divorced, I'd probably say probably 10, 15 years at the minimum. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of things change in a year, let alone 15.
1: Yep. Unless she's stayed in contact with him the whole time, which it it doesn't say. It just says that after, you know, she says that she's been in contact, but... I mean, it's possible. Even then, though, it's all virtual. It's through a phone. You can fake so much stuff and pretend to be somebody else. That's why the show Catfish exists. Facts. Uh, so... This next one, this next one comes from the wife herself. Oh, okay. The title is just Husband Unhinged. Solid. Solid. This is my first post here, and I'm just lost today. I'll give a little background on the relationship. My husband of 12 years is generally speaking an asshole.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're starting off strong.
1: Such a strong start. He didn't start showing his true colors until I was six months pregnant with our first child and a year away from my degree. When he came home with a brand new pickup truck that we could not afford. Once the baby was born, his tune changed from, yeah, you get that degree so we can build a life, to, I don't think I should have to help you finish school. You need to get a job. I dropped out with one semester left because his income was too high for me to qualify for student loans. At some point, I found this sub and only wish I'd found it before I got baby trapped by a manipulative, controlling, lying, financially abusive asshole. Fast forward to 2020, and he's trying to refinance the house without my knowledge to cover the $60,000 in debt he racked up. Oh my god. Yep. That was my last straw. I was done. Two weeks later, the pandemic hit and I ended up having to quit my job to stay home with the kids. Real estate prices went crazy, so I'm still here. I've been sleeping on the couch since then. On to today, it's the last week of summer break and I've repeatedly asked him to make sure the kids are up in the morning because he's a morning person and is up by 6am every day and he's here. He's repeatedly not done it. This morning I was pissed. I called him on it. He tried to brush it off as no big deal. I tried to point out that this is the third day in a row and anyone would be annoyed. Things get heated and he runs out the front door of the house yelling, stop chasing me. Nobody was following him. I think he wants to make a show for the neighbors. At some point, he came around back where I was sitting and I was like, what the fuck, dude? We need to talk about this. He got pissed and started saying I was the problem and crazy and stuff. Then he goes inside and I'm like, dude, we need to talk. And he starts beating his chest and yelling about what a crazy bitch I am. Now, I'm going to stop here because this next part, slight trigger warning. There is mention of self-harm. Oh, yikes. Intentional self-harm.
0: Awesome. I love that.
1: If you uh, need to skip ahead a little bit, go ahead. Then he turns to the knife block, picks up the big serrated bread knife and starts cutting his arm. He yells, are you happy now? And proceeds to shake blood all over the house. What the fuck? (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: Oh, he's in a psychotic break, I feel like.
1: He tells me to get the fuck out and says I'm going to lose my kids because I'm crazy. He wrapped his arm in paper towels and left. I called the police non-emergency line and they suggested that I call the hospital. No report has been made and no information was taken by them. I called the hospital and talked to the triage nurse to let them know that he was acting erratically and was likely on his way in with a self-inflicted knife wound and that he's never done anything like this before. People think he's great, so I'm sure he'll charm the nurse. I suspect he's going to try and put this on me, so I guess I'm looking for any advice to navigate this situation. I've been documenting his behavior to protect myself from his gaslighting, but he is far more personable than I am, and my own family prefers him. Aside from that, I don't know what I'm doing.
0: Wow, that poor girl. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's tough. He, clearly, there there has to be something. There's no one just snaps like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like she, uh, there has to be more to the to the story. There has to be more than it happened because she straight up said like her husband's an asshole. Yeah. So what, that, else he, what else has he? What else has he's done? It first and foremost, and second of all, I doubt her family actually prefers him over her. If she were to go to her family and say, "Hey, this is going on. I need help," I would I would hope that her family would step up and say, "We got you."
1: Right. I would hope so. Wow. So people in the comments are, you know, trying to give advice. One of them says, sounds like he already had this in mind when he was pretending to be chased, shouting, stop chasing me, then turning up at I don't know what that means. I'm assuming an emergency room with a knife wound. He's trying to set you up for this. Don't yes. touch that knife. Make sure only his prints are on it. Be ready for the accusations and get any evidence you have of his behavior ready as well. This man is not unhinged. He's trying to paint you as an abuser. Could he be trying for full custody? Get your version of events recorded ASAP. This is really scary.
0: Yes, absolutely. He is... There's an endgame here and we don't know what it is at this Mm -hmm. point. Um, You... She needs to do everything possible to protect herself and her children. I, if I were her, I would be calling my parents, my siblings, a trusted cousin, a friend to come get the kids and take them because you don't know what he's going to do when he comes home. Yep. Clearly, there's something going on in the background that she's not aware of that he is doing to make it seem like she's off her rocker so he can probably get custody of the kids. Yep. I agree with that commenter. 110% and
1: I'm looking I'm looking at the um OP's like page.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't
1: see anything since then and that was 2 months ago. Oh, that's scary. Um she's replied to some comments just saying um that she's safe. Um and that she told him that he should, um, you know, get some mental health help. Yeah, for sure. For sure. He needs it, clearly. But nothing since then. So I hope OP is still safe and that the situation has turned around a
0: bit for her and her children. No sane person puts on a show like that. No. For no reason at all. Something is happening, whether it is a uh um like a psychiatric break mm-hmm. it could be um he's cheating on her and trying to make a big show to cover his ass or he's just guilty of something in general and again trying to cover his ass this doesn't happen for no reason no sane person does this right like it's wow that's scary that's really scary that
1: is scary. So, hopefully he has gotten the help that he clearly needs. For sure. Clearly. And that he does not get custody custody of those kids in this state.
0: Yeah, no. Absolutely not. Like, does he deserve visitation rights once he is healthy? Absolutely. 110%. He should definitely not have visitation rights until his chemical imbalance is balanced. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Wow, that's so scary. Yeah, that one is.
1: Um, this one is a little. Well, it's not scary, but um, definitely fucked up for lack of better words. Sorry, Stephanie's mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were doing so well, Carly. <laughs> were we though? Like, I honestly can't remember. Yeah, neither can I. I was just making shit up as I go. Yeah. So see. Maybe we should get a swear jar.
0: You know, uh, Jason and Travis Kelsey have a podcast, mm-hmm. and Jason brought up doing a swear jar with Travis. But what they're going to do is they'll put like X amount of money per word in the jar, and after so long, they donate the proceeds to a college fund. Oh, that's a good idea. That's so a good great idea. of them. It is I very great of them. I need Me too. To listen to it more. Me too. Jason's Mm -hmm. hilarious. Travis is funny, but Jason's like, he's that big brother hilarious. Mm -hmm. And like every time he talks about Travis and Taylor, he goes, so how's Taylor Swift? Yes. doesn't just say Taylor, says Taylor Swift. Has to say her full name. I'm like, that's such a big brother move.
1: (laughs) I love their dynamic. I just saw a TikTok this morning talking about how Travis calls out Jason's incompetence. Because like yes about the whole the green carpet
0: thing yes yeah, so wearing the jeans Kylie forgot my jeans and Travis is like why didn't Jason bring Jason's jeans <laughs> right yeah and then at the end Jason's
1: like yeah you're right
0: He's I probably like, should yes. just brought the jeans myself yeah
1: yeah so I love their <laughs> dynamic they're they're it's so great. funny they are so great um this one is an Am I the Asshole story. Am I the asshole for supporting my ex-husband to sue my current husband for using my son's emergency fund money for his golfing
0: trip? Pause. So, OP's mm-hmm. ex-husband,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is suing O.P.'s current husband
1: mm-hmm.
0: because the current husband used, I'm assuming, X and O.P.'s' is- Yep. Children's college fund or emergency fund, yep, for a golf trip, yep, honestly, yeah. Dude, he's you're, you're in the right for supporting him. No, you're not the asshole. Mm-hmm. Based off of that, based off the title, my opinion may change, but based I don't off think, the title, I don't think it's going to. I think you're gonna say, Oh, up. okay, so based off the title, no, you are not the asshole, <laughs> and I think you're gonna get angry. <sighs>
1: All right, everybody, prepare yourselves for riled up Stephanie. She needs, <laughs> she needs a different name. We need an alter ego name.
0: Oh, what's like a riled up name for something?
1: Well, cause like Beyonce, right? There's Beyonce, but she always says that she's Sasha Fierce when she's on stage. Like she goes into like a different persona. <laughs> So, like you need one of those. I just need. You know, Lee would disagree that I need another
0: personality, right? <laughs> you're right. You're right. We'll think on it. We'll think. We need like some Russian name because some Russians are just so some, some, some do not come after me. Some Russians are very unhinged. So it needs to be like a Russian name. We'll find one. Okay. <laughs> I'll I'll look after this. Okay. Um
1: My female 35 son, who was 13, passed away from cancer three months ago. It was so devastating to me and his dad, my ex-husband, and grief has been tense in those months. We were left with an emergency fund my ex-husband and I saved for our son, and recently I discovered that my current husband, male 34, used it to go on a golfing trip in another country that he had just returned from. I found out via checking financial records and I blew up at him and asked why he used my son's money to go on a trip while I was grieving. He said he needed support too and to lift some weight off his chest after I kept pushing him to the side and ignoring him, but I was and still am grieving and needed space. He wasn't the one who lost a child. Despite him being the stepparent, my husband made it clear he never felt any connection to my son. Basically blaming his medical condition for not having a chance to bond. I wish you all could see Stephanie's face right now.
0: Good fucking bye. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I can't.
1: We had a huge argument and my ex-husband heard and was so mad. He confronted my husband, calling him an unhinged opportunist and said he was going to sue him for taking the money After accessing it through me, I told my ex-husband to go ahead and sue my husband. My husband was shocked that I agreed and condoned this mistreatment from my ex-husband towards him. He asked me to tell my ex to step down, but I said no. He lashed out saying he too was and is grieving and that my ex and I are ganging up on him with complete disregard for his overwhelming (sighs) grief and sorrow. We haven't spoke since that argument, and things keep getting worse with him texting about how I should stand with him as my husband instead of encouraging
0: my ex to take his anger out on him like that. How are you grieving a child that you claim you didn't even have a relationship with? Exactly.
1: Not only are you claiming that, but you're claiming that his medical
0: condition prevented that. Right. You hit the, the child's medical condition prevented you from having for you connecting with this child and now you're using his death as an excuse to go on a golf trip for support allegedly be grieving you can't have the cake and eat it too, my guy. You are literally talking in circles. You're, you do not, that doesn't make sense. You cannot say that you're grieving someone and then claim you didn't have a relationship with them. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Exactly. I'm all for it. uh,
1: Yeah. Sue his ass. Sue Sue his his ass. Sue his
0: ass. Then, after your ex-husband sues him, then divorce him divorce him you do not need someone like that in your life nobody needs somebody like that in your in their life it is complete that was your child emergency fund money that was for you and your ex-husband to decide what you're going to do with it Mm -hmm. what if they still had fucking costs from his funeral or medical bills or medical bills like What if they were going to use that money to pay this shit off? Now it's gone because you just had to go on a golf trip in another country. Right. Because you're grieving so bad over a kid you didn't even have a relationship with, per his words. Right. Fuck you and fuck your feelings because you don't even have any. Right.
1: They could have used that. Honestly, who knows? They may have even donated it. Their son passed away from cancer.
0: Right. They could have donated... Don't Any need organization, a can- yeah, a cancer a cancer research organization, one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. Current husband, have the fucking day you deserve because you are a bastard.
1: Yeah, you are a bastard. I'm gonna read just a couple of the comments because I I really like them. I don't think there is unhinged as you've been, but they're still pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> the first one says, you may soon have a second ex-husband and it sounds like you are okay with that. Never mind the money. What the fuck? He goes off on a golfing trip? Was he really just golfing to another country while you were in mourning?
0: Not the asshole. I'm sorry for your loss. And here's my other thing. He's pissy with her for put quote pushing him to the side while she grieves. She lost her baby. She lost the child she gave birth to, to a god-awful disease, to a god-awful, awful thing. Her- the one that she raised and nurtured and loved unconditionally and will continue to love unconditionally, even in his passing. This was her child. And you have the fucking- you are a greedy motherfucker. You're- you're greedy. Because you were, put, quote, pushed to the side because she was grieving her baby. Now she's the problem? No, sir. You are still the problem and you are still the bastard. And honestly, I wish there would be something to could go to jail for because you deserve to go to jail. You deserve to, like, not have any more happiness in your life for doing that to her. Mm-hmm. And making her, trying to make her feel like shit. Good for her for standing up with her ex-husband. Good yeah. for her.
1: One of the other ones just says, not the asshole. So when is the divorce?
0: Right. when's the divorce party I'm gonna send you balloons and flowers literally this one is not the asshole sorry for your
1: losses your husband's conduct was unsupportable and shamelessly opportunistic and it'll not be you that is the asshole if you leave him over this he took advantage of your son's death to have a free vacation thinking the money would not be missed he needs to be
0: sued and possibly divorced for unreasonable conduct not possibly. He does need to be divorced. Because if he is going... He needs to be sued. And he needs he needs to have a divorce under his belt now. 110%. He does not deserve to have the happiness of being married to the OP. He does not get that pleasure of being married to her. Because mm-hmm. it's not a right. He doesn't have the right to be married to her. Right. Yeah. That one was... That's, that insane. pisses me off. That really pisses me off. That is completely unfair to the OP, to the ex-husband, to the fuck, to the son. Even though yeah. he's not here, it's unfair to him, too. It really is. It really is. And yeah, just like that comment said, the fact that he
1: did it and didn't say anything, like, he just assumed no one would find out.
0: Right. And how? And he knew he was doing wrong because he pulled the money in the wife's name. Mm-hmm. So he knew he was doing wrong because if he didn't think it was wrong, he would have asked her to take the money out. Yep. So he knew he was wrong. He knew he was doing wrong. Yep. But of course, he's not going to admit that now. Well, no. Because of he's not. because he got caught. He's not he's going to think, "Oh, well, I'll just cover my ass by a lie." But little does he know, a mother's love is going to overpower Whatever feeling she has towards him. Now that she knows he purposely did it to be, in my opinion, malicious. Mm -hmm. He did it just to hurt her. There'd be no other reason to use the emergency fund. Because he can't use the excuse that he was grieving because, again, he claims that he doesn't have a relationship with the kid because of his cancer.
1: Oh, but he is claiming that. He's feeling such overwhelming grief that he needed to get away and go golfing in another country. He can suck my left nut. (laughs) Because he's a fucking liar. I mean, yeah. You and I know that. OP knows that. OP's ex-husband knows that. Everyone knows that. But he will never, ever admit it.
0: Ever. No. God, no. He's a narcissist. He can never admit it. Yeah. No. He's- In no way is he in the wrong. Yeah. Ex-husband, I hope you have the- Or not ex-husband, sorry. Current husband, soon to be ex. I hope you have the data you deserve. I hope Mm -hmm. you stub your toe on every single possible item in your house that you possibly can. And that you step on a Lego. And that an eyelash ends up in your eye and you can't find said eyelash. So it bothers your eye until the end of time. Oh, that's
1: a good one.
0: I like that one. (laughs) That's a really good one.
1: (sighs) Oh Man, everybody's just so unhinged.
0: I hope that current husband gets fucking haunted by the dead son. (laughs) I hope he haunts him. He deserves it. Only for a minute, because then he deserves to be at peace. I
1: hope he does creepy little kid shit.
0: Yes. Runs around the
1: hallways and shit. And giggles.
0: Yeah. Though he was 13, so it's probably... Didn't they say he was, like, 13? Yeah, he was 13. Yeah, so probably... I don't know what would be worse, uh, being haunted by a little kid or being haunted by a teenager.
1: Ooh. I don't know.
0: Teenagers are scary. They are scary. Teenagers are terrifying. They know a lot more. They do. They have
1: more life experience. They do. Ooh.
0: Little kids are just creepy because they're giggling and you don't know why they're giggling and so it's creepy. Teenagers are just fucking terrifying. Hmm. Yeah,
1: I've never thought about that before. Hmm. You're right. I'm just saying. You are just saying, and I I agree. So, those are the uh, unhinged husband stories. Um, I still don't think
0: any of them live up to the first unhinged wife story, but they were <gasps> I don't think any of them will ever live up to that to be honest i don't think any story ever will live up to that one Mm -hmm. um because that that kid ended up being a serial killer i just know it he was no way there's no way he He, didn't yeah he was absolutely a serial killer so i don't think anybody anything could live up to that but that last one that's wild Mm -hmm. that's absolutely
1: wild Yep, that just shows the kind of people there are in this world,
0: and it's sad. Yeah, 110%. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. Um, so that was this week's episode. I know you have um, an update you wanted to share.
0: Yes, so last week we did the um, What in the News episode, and we talked about a football story. So if anybody missed it, basically the football story was a coach named a play the na- called name to play Nazi. And basically the players would yell Nazi during this play. Um, I asked one of my friends who is, he's a football guy. That's just who he is. His, shout out to Jordan Stinson. If you're listening to this, thank you very much, sir. Um, he played football in high school. He's now coach, coaching like the, his son's football team, uh, elementary school team. Um, so I went to him and I asked him, Because the lawyer of the football coach made the statement that he saw in a playbook from a high school in the 90s that it is common for them to yell Nazi before a blitz. So I asked Jordan if this is an actual thing or if this was like something like he found it in a book and just made it said made the statement that it is it's common. Jordan said he has never heard of such a thing ever in his life. I didn't think so. Yeah, I didn't think so either. I also asked Lee, and Lee said he what ha- happened was is that the lawyer, again, looked up different things in different wherever. Like, he researched, found one time that one coach used the word Nazi before a blitz in the 90s at some random-ass high school and said it's the rule, mm. not the exception. That's my update on the football story. I found my football person, and... That's what Jordan said. He's never heard of such a thing. Um, you would never hear of such a thing in the NFL. You, like, nothing. nothing. No. So. Never. Yeah. That coach deserved to lose his job. That coach mm-hmm. is, that lawyer, honestly, that was a stretch lawyer, I'm just saying. It really was. It
1: really was.
0: What was his name? Pataco? It was something weird that we didn't know how to pronounce. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his name was Patako. Mr. Patako, that was a stretch. Good try, but you failed. Big failure. I don't think anyone bought that. There's no way anyone did. There was no way, but I wanted to do my due diligence and -hmm. find out. Because there is a possibility I was wrong. I didn't think I was, but there's a probability that I could have been wrong. Right. Right. Well, I'm glad we got an answer to that one because...
1: That one was kind of wild. What a dumb excuse.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I hope everyone had a wonderful Halloween. Because this will not this will drop after Halloween. So I hope everyone had a wonderful Halloween. Um, next week's episode, I have no idea what's going to happen. Because I haven't done my work yet and looked into anything. So my bad. It's going to be a surprise for everybody, including me. <laughs> I love surprises. <laughs> I'm really good at this.
1: We'll we'll get it eventually.
0: We'll maybe fine. maybe yeah. one day. Uh, uh,
1: maybe. I you
0: don't know. <laughs> All right, everyone. Um, if you would be so kind to follow us on Instagram at Two Feral Idiots Podcast, uh join our Facebook group, Two Feral Idiots. Uh you can email us two feral at gmail dot com. And we will see you guys next week. Yep. See everyone next week. Bye. Bye.